everybody, we got a sponsor. However, could this have happened? I don't know. It's obviously a mistake. Yeah. Clerical error. <laughs> the marketing department was like, just let it go. Uh, and we slipped through the cracks. <laughs> um, it's Comic Bookery is our sponsor. It's two books from Dandy Press. At Dandy Press on Twitter, yep. Yes. The first book is At Holidays Comics. It's H-O-L-I-D-A-Z-E. Get it, Days? Mm-hmm. On Twitter. That's a book that I've seen for years on Twitter because I followed the writer for years that I always thought sounded really cool. Their Twitter bio says it's about a bar where mystical icons like Santa Cupid and the Tooth Fairy and their friends go to unwind. Yeah, it's actually a pretty cool concept. Sounds original. Yeah, and I I did read all the first five in the series. Yeah. It's pretty good. It actually, the art kind of reminds me of... Uh, like a Mad Magazine or a, a Crumb strip or something like that. It's kind of cartoony. Like it looks more like yeah. a cartoonist drew it than a than like a quote comic book artist. Yeah. But uh, it's it's pretty cool. It's definitely wacky and kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing for me that always kind of popped out. It just sounds like a weird fucking wacky out there. And and it's really episodic too. It's not like there's a an ongoing story. It's just yeah. Like, here's what happened today, and it is. It's like it's like cheers for... Uh, That's what I was going to say. It's like cheers for fictional characters, mostly holiday-related characters. Yeah, like cheers for all of the childhood holiday icons. Yeah, and yeah, they're fucked so up. <laughs> they're some dysfunctional motherfuckers. Um, is this an adult book? Um, I mean, it's not adult-adult. Well, I don't mean, like... But, All of a sudden, Santa's fucking the Tooth Fairy, but... No, but I mean, that could definitely happen in this book, but it doesn't. But don't hold that against them. <laughs> it's way more adult in nature than uh, the second series that we're talking about tonight. Which is, again, on Twitter, at Lacey and Lily. Right, by the same creative team as Holidays. Yeah, that's an all-ages uh, comic, so... No funny business there. No, and it's much the art's much more traditional comic art. Yeah, it's real poppy. Jumps off the page at you a bit. Bright colors. I I read the first the first issue of it. You read the first two, didn't you? Yeah, I read both. Of, yeah, the first two. Okay. I think those are the only two they have at the moment because they're trying to do um, a Kickstarter to raise some funds to to go back and I think reprint the first two issues or or to print the the future issues um, yeah and make, make it cheaper yeah the he said uh the samples that we got were uh out of the first batch of prints that they did and i guess mm -hmm. they were real expensive the cover price is like five bucks so part of this kickstarter is so that they can print higher volume or get uh so they can get uh, a lower cover price and and be able to put them in stores yeah so when does that Kickstarter end? Saturday, August 5th. But this this book is, like you said, it's an all-ages book, and it's uh, like a superhero comic. It's a little little girl, middle school girl, I think. Yeah, maybe younger. I don't know. You know my memory's terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Christ. But she, um, she discovers something that gives her... Uh, see, I'm trying not to spoil it. Yeah. Because um, that was actually kind of cool. I thought that was an, a neat 
Secret Origin. You, that was in the first one, right? You got to read that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like the last couple pages of the first issue is when... Yeah, I thought so. Because it, it, it kind of jumps around, yeah. Yeah, well, it starts off... The first issue starts off like in the middle of a mission. Yeah. And it's pretty clear that she's been doing this f- at least for a little while. Mm-hmm. And then... She kind of jumps in and is like, wait a minute, let me tell you how we got to this point. Right, and then the second half of the first issue is her retelling, like, I guess her origin story. Yeah. And then the second issue is, like, you you meet her first kind of supervillain, I guess. Um, it's the wordsmith, who my kid my kid said, it, it's Green Lantern. I was like, no, it's, <laughs> not, it's not Green Lantern. But, yeah, yeah, it looks like Green Lantern. I'm like, it's, it's not Green Lantern, it's the wordsmith. No, it's Green Lantern. I'm like, okay, like, fine. You don't it's know fine. what you're talking about, I'm like, Dad. fine, it's fucking Green Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> Let Daddy read his comics, all right? Shut up. <laughs> but, Daddy, that looks like it's for me. But it's not. Go away. No, but it definitely caught his eye. And that's kind of the point. Yeah, but I, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, it's, um, I know. It's very eye-catching. Yeah, so she she does battle with the wordsmith in issue two. And issue two is more like a what I would imagine, like, the rest of the series would be each issue. Yeah, and I think one of the um, rewards on Kickstarter, I don't know, like, what level it is, but I think one of the rewards on Kickstarter is you get, like, an Ashcan copy of issue three. Oh, really? Yeah, which, mm. that sounds cool. Again, these are both from Dandy Press. I need to check out the their other stuff. I think one of the other books, not by, not by these guys, the creative team on... Uh, Lacey and Lily and Holidays is, yeah. um, and I'm sorry, I don't know how to necessarily pronounce the names, but. And I'm leaving it up to you because everybody knows I'll butcher it. <laughs> Dave Delacis <laughs> and Andrew Szylinski. Yeah. Or Szylinski. Um, but I think Dandy Press, there's another, that one I told you about, The Devil and Mr. Gandhi. That's mm-hmm. actually, that issue is a crossover. Yeah, I guess, doesn't I guess that there's have a, the cover doesn't that have the cover that looks like the old Scooby movies? Uh, oh, it's title funny. Card? It's funny you should say that because there's lots of little Easter eggs in that holidays book. Yeah, and some of them are Scooby related. Ooh, awesome! Yeah, so you'll you'll dig that. But that the Devil and Mr. Gandhi is, I think, another series on Dandy Press, but not okay. But not these two guys. This is different. Yeah. Different guys. So they did a a crossover issue. That was yeah, holidays. Yeah, I sort of remember and... when they did that, and that was it. Kind of looked cool because I remember that new Scooby movies tribute cover. Mm, okay. So yeah, just chugging along over there at Dandy Press, huh? Yeah, I I need to go check out what else they got going on over there because it's pretty good. I mean, obviously this these books are geared more towards little or little or kids, so the stories are simple and you know it's not real dialogue heavy necessarily, and you know the action is pretty you know straightforward and yeah simple easy to digest but uh but yeah if you if you have if you're looking like i said if you're looking for like a gateway drug for your kid this would be perfect for like especially maybe like uh you know seven eight year old girl yeah this would be a a pretty good introduction to comics or if you you've got a kid that really likes puppies like you know i do oh yeah i thought of you when i was reading this i was like oh he's gonna he's gonna wish he had this when he was a kid because her sidekick is a dog yeah, a super and, dog. Yeah, and without spoiling anything, that dog is key to her understanding her origin. Yeah, the dog knows what's up. Mm-hmm. I can think of quite a few people who have like little kids that are, well, not little. I say little kids, and I think like a fucking four-year-old or something. But no, <laughs> no, not quite that <laughs> little. But yeah, 
I I know of quite a few people who listen to this that have younger kids, let's put it that way, and specifically younger girls that would probably really love this. So Yeah. Yeah. Again, I've read the first issue of it and I dug it. You know what it kind of reminds me of what I thought of when I was when I was reading this was uh uh you ever watch that old PBS cartoon? Well, it's not that old, but uh Word Girl? Uh I've seen it. Yeah, I have. Yeah. That's not really that old at all. I mean, I don't know if they're still making episodes of it, but Oh, my kids my kids used to love it. That's what kind of what this reminds me of a little bit. Yeah. I I mean, I could see that. Yeah. And it's not it's a little bit more um uh, advanced than that not like you know oh yeah 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 well, yeah yeah making no. sure people we get it across yeah 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 no i wasn't trying to make like a direct yeah i know. understand yeah so you know what this would be like a great like stage two to that you know yeah yeah it would, but yeah, yeah so it would make like a good companion stage two to that so yeah there you go yeah so you should uh you know if you're if you like indie comics should definitely support these guys on on Kickstarter and and help them get some more of these issues made. And to do that, you can go to uh, Kickstarter.com, search for uh, Lacey and Lily, L A C E Y and Lily, L I L Y, and uh, should come right up. And I mean, they're only trying to raise twenty seven hundred bucks, so that's that should be easily doable. Yeah, and I there's a lot of people that really dig indie comics, so come on, guys. Yeah. If nothing else. Tell your buddies. So, yeah, there you go. Our first official sponsor. Again, it's two books from at Dandy Press on Twitter. It's at Lace and Lily and at Holidays Comics. So check out both of them and let them know you heard about it from us. That'll get more people interested. And we can tell you about more cool shit. Oh, my Lord, you wouldn't believe it. Oh, yes, I would. <laughs> I would suck his dick. <sighs> so what are you ladies discussing? Um. <clears throat> Books? Welcome to the Nerd Blitz Book Club! Pull up a seat and pull down your pants. Listen to us read and go on rants. Thanks for joining us this week for the Nerd Blitz Book Club. <laughs> I'm Doom. And I'm Fitz. And it's been a long fucking road, hasn't it, man? Yep. I wasn't sure if you were getting sniffly because this is the last episode of this book or because it's a tearjerker. Can it be both? It can be, I suppose. 
I mean, it's more of the first one, but no spoilers. <laughs> we'll get there, but holy fuck. The gut punch at the end, dude. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're back with uh, Star Wars Dark Disciple by Christy Golden for the final time, everybody. Yeah. Our 19th episode on this book. Yep. So if you stuck with us this long, thanks. <laughs> yeah, no shit. It, it's, it does feel a little weird for, for it to be over, doesn't it? Kind of. It's exciting, though. I'm ready to move on to some new shit. Oh, yeah, me too, but still, <laughs> I'm... When I when I got a good book, man, I'm a sen- sentimental little bitch. Yeah, I can see that. Oh, fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> like that X-Men series I was telling you about? You know, the one I waited half my life to read? Yeah. When I finished that, it was, it was real fucking depressing. Oh. It felt like, you know, a big chapter of my life was over, man. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this is our last fucking go round on Dark Disciple. Yeah, and we're gonna it's gonna be a mega episode because we're gonna do yeah five chapters. Five chapters. You you counted fucking. I got it the right. First chapter. Yeah. Woo. So we're gonna do five. We're gonna do five all in one shot. Yep, and get this some bitch. Put this some bitch to bed. Uh, so, I mean, do you want to reflect any, or you just want to get into it? Well. Let's just get into it, I guess. Okay, and again, huge spoilers because we're at the end of this bitch, everybody. But we'll fucking go in sequence and not spoil it till we get to the end. Right. Okay? I will do my best, sir. Because <laughs> my notes, I've got my, as always, I wrote my notes as I was reading. So some of my notes, by the end of it, it's like, well, I could have crossed that out. But it, it's good to follow the train of thought, I think. Sorry, anywho, where did we leave off last time? So, last time we left off with uh, Ventress and Voss going back to kill Dooku again, and Voss pulled a little swerve, and we kind of are left with the uh, question of, is he really on Dooku's side? Is he not on Dooku's side? And at the end of the chapter, it ends with Obi-Wan and Anakin deciding they need to arrest Voss for treason. Um, and so there's a fight and a chase and remember Desh got killed. Yeah. And Voss and Dooku end up on the Banshee with Ventress and Ventress is not thrilled with that, but the Jedi are coming after them. So Dooku tells them to, they they need to go to Christophsis. There'll be a ship there that can take them to safety. Yeah. So that's where we end with, um, with Voss telling Ventress that, He's he's not on Dooku's side. He, this is all he's working towards something. Yeah, he basically again tells her, "Just baby, you gotta trust me." Yeah, he has a he has a plan. It's not the plan that Ventress thought he had, but that's where the that's where the last chapter ended was with them flying off to to uh, to get to Christophsis. Yes, and as we fucking start off chapter thirty eight, we got Anakin and Obi Wan standing on the bridge of the Vigilance. Watching as the Banshee fucking, what is it, heads for a Separatist Dreadnought? Is that what it says? Uh, yeah. yeah. Anakin's basically like, we gotta fucking bring that thing down. And Obi-Wan's like, we can't kill everybody on board. And uh, Obi-Wan's got this internal monologue here that I really like. He says, we, 
and risk killing all on board? No, we must take them back to the temple alive. There's too much they know that we need to find out. And then he thinks to him, yeah, then he thinks to himself, yes, by all means, let's make sure we keep him, al keep him alive so we can kill him later. I thought that was pretty fucking cool of, you know, Yeah, it's pretty cynical. Yeah. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, it's basically true. That's what yeah, the that's Jedi the plan. want. Yeah. You know, if they if they get them back to Coruscant, they're going to execute them when they're done with them. Mm-hmm. They're going to get all the info they can and then be like... Yep. Or however Jedi execute people. Um, I mean, I would think beheading, right? Don't you think they would just chop their heads off? I don't fucking know. It'd be like fucking samurai times. They're based on samurai, so... True. But... I mean, it's a fucked up thing to even think about, and, you know, we're going to talk about that again later. I can't imagine that they do it very often. <laughs> oh, no, but still. It's just a fucked up notion, you know? So Anakin talks him into letting him just give him a graze. Yeah. Just to disable the ship so they can tractor beam it in or whatever. Yeah. So Obi-Wan gives the green light and... Uh, Begrudgingly so. Right. And, uh... Anakin just gives the command and tells him, bring him down. Right. So, well, to, yeah, just to disable them. And they, uh... Yeah, like the Banshee, not the the big ship yeah. that they're headed for. But Ventress senses the, the attack coming yeah. and tries to, uh, jerk the controls and get them out of the way of the shot. Yeah. But she doesn't sense that it's just going to be a graze, an intentional miss, near yeah. miss, or whatever. So she ends up jerking the uh, ship right into the path of the bolt, yeah, <laughs> the shot, and so they take a direct hit. <laughs> Whoops! And they fucking go down like the big ship at the beginning of Episode Three. Right, they immediately fucking crash on Christophsis. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Which this I don't really remember, but here they describe it as like a crystal planet. Yeah, yeah, I it's like, you I don't remember really that? Re I don't remember it being, like, crystal. It seemed like, you know, like a steel and glass planet to me. No, it wasn't glass, it was crystal. Uh, I don't remember that. Because yeah. I, I remember that was in the movie. Yeah, and the ground is all, like, looks like a, sh looks like a sheet of glass. Yeah, that... But it's all crystalline. That went right mm -hmm. over my head during the yep. movie. I, th I think they explained it a little better in that, remember there's an arc or a story later on in the series like maybe season three hmm. um i think it's that traitor episode where the what we just talked about it last last time Slick. well that was in the first two episodes or two seasons was it in the first two seasons yeah because i, I watched the, that plenty of times yeah i think it was the first one that was out of sequence out of chronological order yeah so it like threw everybody off it was like wait a minute what the fuck why are they going back to christophsis uh, uh, yeah, that could be true. But then it was like, oh, wait, this happens yeah, okay. before the the battle on that's in the movie. I don't remember him explaining the crystal, but I do remember that because is that the episode where Ventress runs to that ship that she's using in the movie? Because Probably, I, rem I remember yeah. a big deal being made about that. Like, you see her get that squid ship or whatever the fuck it was mm -hmm. that she has in the movie. Yeah. But that that's just a complete non sequitur. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just don't remember it being crystal. 
I'll have yeah, to, I don't think they ever. I don't think they ever like explicitly s- say, "Well, this planet's made out of crystal." But I think well, in that episode, you get to see more of the insides yeah. of buildings and stuff. Because um, in the movie, it's all it all happens outside. Except for but that know... one part where they shoot out the window across the way and, you know, kind of zip line in the clones. Yeah, that that wasn't in the movie though, was it? Wasn't that in that episode I'm talking about? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was, and that's what I'm talking about because they actually go inside remember. some of the buildings. But uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a fucking clue, man. <laughs> I thought that was in the movie. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, the Banshee crashes, biggity-bam, <laughs> on the Crystal Planet. and um, Did they ever explain that was Crystal? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Obi-Wan and Anakin take a shuttle down to investigate the crash site. And uh, Obi-Wan's a little irritated because it's like, I, you know, you said you were only going to wing him. Yeah, yeah, a little irritated yeah. is a fucking understatement. Yeah, because it's it's for to them it looks like there's no way anybody could have possibly survived. That's how yeah. bad the crash was. Yeah, which this crash is mentioned again later, just so everybody knows. Th- don't they spot a little bit of blood somewhere? Yeah, there's yeah. They, they find some blood. Well, I think they um the one of the clones finds that that the other side of the ship. Yeah. Like one of the view pan or the, one of the viewports or something was okay, busted yeah, out. This, this is something that kind of bugged me. It says, mm-hmm. uh, "It's right here." One of the clones says, "Sir, there's, sir, there's blood here. I think they kicked their way out the forward viewpoint." That sounds so weird, you know. This thing can withstand the vacuum of space, and I know I did this last week too. Overthought the science of it, mm. but it's like this can take blasters and shit, and they're fine, but. They fucking crash, and they're just kicking it out like the windshield of a car after a crash. That seems really weird. Well, I guess if the if the glass is damaged enough, they could kick it out, kick it open. Or maybe somebody used a lightsaber, I guess. But I don't know. It just sounded weird mm-hmm. to me. Kicking out the... Basically kicking out the windshield. Yeah, but there's a ton of blood everywhere, so they're like, oh, fuck. Somebody's, somebody got hurt bad. Yeah. So they basically start chasing after Ventress, or, well... They don't know exactly who it is, but they're chasing after Voss, Ventress, and Dooku. Which then we cut back to Ventress and Dooku and Voss, and she's pissed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. this wasn't how it was supposed to go at all. Yeah, and sh- I mean, she's just pissed because sh- at this point, Voss is like, help me protect the dude we were sworn to kill, honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I can't believe Shmoop-ty she's going poo. along with it, honestly. Yeah, no shit, it's... Doesn't seem like her at all, does Mm-mm. it? Nope. I mean, I don't give a shit how much she loves the dude. She had a fucking hard on for Dooku. Mm, yep. Um. Let's but yeah, see. she's pretty banged up. Like, isn't isn't one of her arms broken? Uh, yeah, I, I think it's. I can't remember if if it's her arm or her leg. I think it's her, her arm, but Voss is mostly okay, and it's Dooku that's really fucked up. Yeah, he's got like cuts and shit. Yeah, he's all got like a him, although... big cut in his stomach, doesn't he? Or in his side. Yeah. He's like bleeding out pretty uh, much. It's her left knee and her shoulder were fucked up by the controls. Voss had some bruises, but he was pretty much okay. And Dooku was fucked up. He has I'm trying to make sure we get this clear. 
Yeah, I think he's got like a cut in his side and cuts all over him and shit. Yeah. They're making their way through, it sounds like a forest, right? Yeah, it's a forest, but I think it's a crystal forest. I don't think it's vegetation. Yeah. Yeah. Which, again, it just sounds weird. Well, right here, it's a blue-green natural natural obelisk. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like green, uh, crystal trees and shit is what it sounds like. As they're walking, though, Dooku basically is like, I'm fucked up, we gotta stop. And that gives uh, Ventress and Voss a minute to go to the side and have a little chat, right? Yeah, there's a little... This is one gripe about the end of this book, or the last few chapters, is there's so much, um, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, you gotta trust me. I'm not gonna tell you, you just gotta trust... Like, like they have this same conversation, like, three or four times. Yeah, and it's like... At some point, dude, she's not going to just be able to fucking trust you. So, knowing how Ventress is, you would think at some point, rather soon, she would be like, okay, fuck this, dude. What the fuck are you doing? Or just, you guys are on your own. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. But I guess we're supposed to believe she's just bound by love? Yeah, I guess so. Anywho, her and Voss go over... And have their conversation where it's, as you said, just another version of, what the fuck are you doing? And he's like, come on, baby, you gotta trust me. Mm -hmm. And Dooku fucking interrupts them as they're, like, making out and shit after their little (laughs) tussle. Yeah. And at that point... um, Oh, Ventress gets a call on her communicator. Yeah, from... Uh, Obi Wan. Yeah, so she walks off to the side to take it, and it's yeah, it's Obi Wan. Yeah, Obi-Wan. Boss tells her, "Go over there, go get it." Mm-hmm. And it's like that's weird too, but okay. Um, yeah, Obi Wan pops up and he's like, "Hey, just listen, don't cut me off." And she fucking tells him, "I ain't got time for this shit." Uh, and that's when he finally tells her that, "Look, I think you were right. Yoda sensed that Voss fell to the dark side, and she's like." Right. Whatever the fuck. And now, yeah, now she's flip-flopped, and now she's convinced that he hasn't. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, and Obi-Wan also tells her he's entered into a partnership with Dooku, and you got to convince him to surrender, or we're going to be forced to execute him. And she fucking is like, wait, whoa, 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 in her head, obviously. She's like, what the fuck? First we're supposed to kill Dooku, now you're going to kill Voss? What the fuck's going on with you, assholes? Mm-hmm. Is what she's thinking. Yeah, she basically blows him off and tells him he's wrong. Voss uh, is gonna do what he's supposed to do. Just give him some time. And she, yeah, she cuts off the transmission. Mm-hmm. And Voss comes up and he's like, "What did he say?" Yeah, and she immediately says every, you know, spills everything he said. <laughs> I was, I was yeah. like, okay, well, don't be. Uh... Don't hold anything back. I hope hope he's I hope you're right and he's really not a dark Jedi now. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, she thought it all along. Voss gets her on his side. Then Obi-Wan's like, yeah, you were right. And she's like, oh, okay, well, man, you're wrong. I was wrong. Well, she doesn't sense, she doesn't sense right. that darkness anymore. Is... I know, she, but and she's basically just fucking going along with Voss at this point. Like, okay, fuck it. I was wrong. I trust him. And it's like, if, you know, the most powerful dude in the Jedi Order is confirming what you said or what you felt, 
wouldn't you fucking not go over to the dude and be like, okay, here's what's going on. Um, Obi-Wan says you've turned to the dark side and he's going to kill you. Cool? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Just a little awkward. I don't see why she would do that. Feels like she should have kept that to her Yeah, I know. Like, bit. just in case. I mean, it's another one of those moments. We've talked about it at some point. I don't know if it was in this or... Shit, it might have been when we went to see in episode 7. Again, he's kind of got that, you know, feeling of, like, surrender in my moment of triumph. Yeah. That's his attitude, basically. Mm-hmm. And Ventress is like, what are we close to, dude? What? How are we winning here? Yeah, and again, he kind of just brushes her off and is like, just wait. We'll be totally free. Yeah, he's like, yeah, we're going to be free. And it's just like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Mm-hmm. Because he's real fucking weird and cryptic. Still. Yeah, it's weird. They kind of neuter her character a little bit towards the end of this book. Mm-hmm. They almost, they almost turn her kind of the same way they neutered Padme. They kind of turn her into like a hand-wringing... Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, what's, yeah. Oh, what's going to She went happen? from this ballsy politician to... Yeah. Ooh, what's going to happen, like you said, yeah. But yeah, they kind of turn her into a little bit of a lovesick loser. Kind of. Or, or just like a damsel... I don't know about that, but she just, it seems like she's just willing to do whatever the fuck he says because she loves him. Well, I don't, and, I don't not, see him and in, not just that, I, but I mean, she, like she politically loses a lot of her balls, I think. Yeah. You know, I mean, I guess so. I mean, they don't, uh, they don't really show her in episode three standing up to oppose. I mean, there are those cutscenes. Oh, but... are you, are you talking again about Padme? Oh yeah, yeah. I thought that's what we were yeah, talking I was, about. Yeah, I went back oh. to Ventress. No. <laughs> oh. No, I w- yeah, I went back to Ventress. They made her a bit of a lovesick loser in this book. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because she's just like, there's weird shit going on, but I love you so much. Let's do it. And it's like, wait a minute, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Padme, yeah, hers was totally different. She just seems like she lost control, and it was just like, well, I don't know what the fuck to do, so I guess I'll just sit here. You're totally right on that one. But... My question about this is like, what is Voss's fucking plan? What's his end game? Because at this point, I still felt feel that he was, you know, trying to put the screws to Dooku, play with him a little mm-hmm. to figure out to figure out who Sidious you know, was, who Sidious yeah. was, or or who his boss was, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. or to get him to take him there, because they they keep yeah. saying that he's going to introduce him to Sidious. And they're partners now, remember? Right, and they're partners, and so what they were gonna, they're planning to do is overthrow Sidious and take his place as partners. Yeah. But like, I think I thought Foss's plan would be, well, I'm gonna kill both of these fucking fools. Yeah, but I mean, I don't, I don't fucking know, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause he's just all over the fucking joint. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, him and her, they again start swapping spit. <laughs> and yeah. it says, Ventress returned his kiss almost desperately. <laughs> uh-huh. And that, again, like I said, they make her into such a lovesick loser here. Because she's just wanting him so bad and she's wanting to be free so bad. It's like, holy fuck. Mm-hmm. Wake up, lady. So after that, we cut to Anakin and... Obi-Wan again. Yeah, they cut back to them, and uh, 
they have they're checking in with the council, and Obi Wan lets them know that we had them. They got away. We they crashed. We're chasing them. And somebody's got he, a boo boo. Yeah, and that he talked to Ventress, and she's trying to say that he's that she's sure he didn't change. You know, join the dark side. Yeah. Of course, Windu's like, yeah, that's highly unlikely. <laughs> yeah, he's again the master of fucking cold stoicism. You know. He's like, you know, trying to take them alive was a mistake. Go in there and fucking kill them. Yeah. Find them and execute them is what he says. Yeah, and, and Obi-Wan's just like, all of them? And Mace tells him, anyone who gets in your way. And it's like, yeah, I thought that was, that's a fucked up sentence right there. I know, it's like, dude! That is, that is not a Jedi sentence. Anyone mm-hmm. who gets in your way. Yeah, it's not a Jedi sentence, but it's a total fucking Mace sentence. Yeah. And, it, and again, it's like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Because, again, remember, this whole fucking plan 38 chapters ago was Mace's. Hey, let's fucking have a secret mission and kill Dooku. You know what? I'm glad he's dead. Who, Mace? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's the end of what chapter thirty-eight. Four more to go, everybody. Yep. So chapter thirty-nine, we pick up with Voss and Ventress and Duke, who's still running through the jungle. So they're headed towards this this tower that's a, a giant, one of the giant crystal formations on the planet. Yes. It's a giant crystal tower, and they've hollowed it out and made a separatist base. The base, their base on Christophsis, is inside this giant crystal tower thing which that sounds so cool yeah it's pretty fucking smart because they said from the outside you can't tell that there's anything inside of it so they hollowed the whole thing out yeah it's like a fucking office building basically is what it sounds like yeah yeah it's just their little office building hideout for you know evil badness and shit and it's like super secret because as you said you can't tell yeah it's perfectly camouflaged Mm mm-hmm so they're headed there. Dooku's taking them there so that they can hook back up with the Separatists and, and get the hell off the planet. Again, he makes them stop and his fucking vanity shines through again as he doesn't want to show any weakness. So he's got a fucking primp and shit. Yeah, he's got to readjust himself so they can't see the blood and the the cuts and stuff so he doesn't look like he's all fucked up. Yeah. Because though it's mostly droids, there are a few, you know, peoples. Mm-hmm. So that, it was just like, you fucking slimy dick butt. Well, that's kind of crazy, too. Like, which one of these motherfuckers is going to step up and do something just because Dooku's injured? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless, he's, unless he doesn't want to look weak in front of Sidious, because that's who he calls when they get inside. Yeah, but I think he specifically says, you know, there's people in there. He doesn't want to look weak in front of them, either. True. They fucking make their way in, and... They get up to, what is it, Dooku's, like, fucking office or something like that? Yeah. Um, yeah, which which sounds pretty cool, because it's, it's like, it takes up the whole, that whole level of the, the crystal base. Yeah. So the it's like a panoramic window, like a 270 degree view, they said. So you can basically yeah. see for miles in 270 degrees. Uh, so yeah, even yeah, yeah. The, even the naked eyes could see for kilometers. It says Ventress realized from here 
the Separatists could also monitor nearly everything on Christophsis. Mm-hmm. And there they go into, you know, how it's the ultimate camouflage and all that shit. Right. So one of the droids tells Dooku that Sidious has been trying to contact him. And he says it's urgent. Yeah. So he hurries off into his room and tells Foss and Ventress to stay outside while he goes in to talk to uh, Sidious. Yeah. Over the over the hologram or whatever. Yeah. Of course, Voss says fuck that and like slips in behind him before the doors can close into his little inner sanctum and uh ventress follows suit so now all three of them are in there and dooku's like what the fuck i told you to stay outside yeah and the chamber's all dark and shit the only light coming from the hollow table and after dooku says that Voss is like no way bitch you said something about an introduction if i recall Mm-hmm. and him and ventress both press themselves back into the corners, into the shadows. She's trying to hide her face because, you know, Sidious knows her and shit. Well, and it's bright white. Yeah, well, you that's know, what I mean. So, it's like, yeah. he knows her and she's noticeable. and Yeah, well, I mean, even in the shadow, the, the, her white face is going to Yeah, and her fucking noticeable. hair, too, right. I guess. So um, she's standing in the corner holding her lightsaber and Dooku's really pissed, but... Sidious pops up before he can, you know, throw him out or anything. Mm -hmm. Sidious pops up and, let's see, what does he say? Oh, he wonders where he went because he disappeared for a while. Yeah. Dooku has to tell him, like, well, they caught me, but I'm free again. Yeah, and then Sidious notices something and said, Who is there with you in the shadows? So Voss steps forward and Dooku's all fucking... Yeah, he's like, Stuttery oh, 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 yeah. He's like, oh, it's my, uh, my, my new assassin. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and Sidious drops down. He's like, assassin, you know my feelings about the kind of help you are want to employ. I, I'm sorry, I just got to read this in Sidious's voice. I don't get much chances to do that. <laughs> so I guess this is how how he gets around the rule of two is. He doesn't call them apprentices, he calls them assassins. Yeah, that's that's always the feeling I got. Because Sidious, he seemed real strict about that rule of two, because, I mean, come on, he fucking made Anakin kill Dooku. Yeah, but I mean, I guess that's how that's why Sidious will allow him to have people Yeah, 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 like, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. he's fucking real strict about that rule of two, because he forced Anakin to kill Dooku. Or, well, not forced him, but kind of pushed him real hard to get him to do it. So... It seems like he lets Dooku have his playthings until they start to get too strong, like Ventress exactly. did. Exactly, right. And when she was gone, he let him replace her with uh, Savage. Mm-hmm. And then, don't forget, he let him use Grievous as a little toy, too. Right. Even though, like, I think it's been made clear that Dooku never saw Grievous as any sort of threat to um Sidious he was just using him to be using him oh yeah yeah because there's no he has no force ability yeah I mean he's 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 90% machine there's no organic matter there to have to channel the force there's yeah yeah, there's no living thing to bind you know there's no living thing for the force to work through yeah but I mean look at Anakin after he gets all his limbs cut off and shit he know, appears to is, get stronger. 
Nah, no way. I don't know. I mean, nah, no way. He's he the only the only way he's yeah he's not he's not I don't believe he's stronger, but he 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 goes completely dark, so he's using stronger powers. So you're saying it doesn't mean it doesn't mean he's stronger. He has a stronger connection to the force. He doesn't. He has less of a. So you you're saying you think Anakin Skywalker was stronger than Darth Vader? Yes. Okay, that's. I never thought you would have said that, but okay. I think so because he's like, you know, he's missing two legs and an arm. Well, both arms. He's more. He's more. He's. Oh yeah, yeah, both arms. Um, yeah, he's more machine now than man. Yeah, but still. Yeah, that means that means he has less. If you want to get down to the the much maligned uh chlorian which I have no problem with midichlorians. So. No, I don't either. I, I think it's I perfectly fine. Um, I mean, let's talk about that just for a second. Okay. That's basically what fucking Yoda said. He just didn't name it midichlorians. Well, yeah. I mean, there's. I don't there's see the what spiritual, the fucking problem is. Yeah, there's the spiritual way to explain it, and then there's the scientific way. Yeah, but I mean, even if you look at what fucking Yoda says, and you look at what Qui Gon says, yeah, it's all they the basically same. say the same fucking thing. It's just Qui Gon says midichlorian. That's really the only difference, right? So I don't really understand that fucking oh, midichlorian. You raped my childhood. <laughs> oh, now the Force is a rapist and that shit. That don't make a shit lick of sense to me. The Force is a rapist. Yeah, because he says it surrounds us and penetrates us. You, have you never heard that? What the, the force fuck? is a rapist now? Oh, dude, that's that's not new. <laughs> I know. Fucking Obi Wan says that. Obi Wan said that forty years ago. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Once fucking Qui Gon said it and gave it a name, all of a sudden the force was a rapist and all this shit. Oh, people are just fucking retarded. They'll they'll it, they'll yes. they'll complain about anything. Uh-huh. They'll That's use, why I'm they'll saying use anything. I don't understand why midichlorians is such a problem. No, it's not a problem. But if you go if you look at that, if you look at it from the science the quote unquote scientific in this yeah. make in this make believe world. Yeah. Where again, if you shoot a lock it'll open a door, but if you shoot another lock it'll close it. Right. So <laughs> so if we're to believe that midichlorians live inside all living things cells. Yeah. Um, and that's how they're able to communicate with the force or to to manipulate the force energy that surrounds everybody. Yeah. I mean, it would make sense. You have a whole lot less cells now to have midichlorians in, so there's no way you could be as strong as you were. Your midichlorian count is immediately reduced. True, but I mean, again, they talk about like, and you said this like tapping into the dark side, but the hatred makes you more powerful, you know. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I don't. I didn't say. Well, I didn't mean. Um, I guess there's two. Like what I'm saying is he's not as he's not as connected to the force. He's not as he's not as powerful. Well, okay, connected to the force and as powerful. I think that's two different things. Okay, well, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to say is, I don't think he's. As strong in the force as he was before, you know what I'm saying. He well, may he may yeah. be more. I think he's. I think he his may connection be, is weaker. Yeah, and he may be but, as as powerful or more powerful because of what he's doing with the connection that he does have. Okay, that we can agree on. Yeah. Now that you've explained it a little further, <laughs> but yeah. 
This is such a fucking nerdy conversation. <laughs> so fun. I'm so I'm so ashamed. <laughs> Don't be, dude. <laughs> but the really fucked up thing is, it doesn't have shit to do with the book. <laughs> no, it really doesn't. <laughs> I don't even remember. Because Darth what we Vader were... isn't going to show up for another year or two. Yeah, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Uh, we we were talking about Grievous and. Uh, oh right, yeah, yeah. Okay, Sidious so... allowing Dooku to have his little plaything. <laughs> yeah, so he he tells Sidious <laughs> that Voss is his new assassin. <laughs> And Sidious isn't all on board with that, but he's like, okay, whatever. He's like, he's like, no, 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 he'll be no, he'll be no trouble. He'll be no trouble at all. Don't worry about it. And he's like, eh, okay, fine, whatever. And then Dooku's basically begging Sidious to send a ship for him because they're too, the Jedi are here on Christophsis and they're too exposed and they need to get somewhere safe. <laughs> yeah. So daddy, please come get us. Yeah, no shit. And Sidious just kind of looks at him and says, perhaps and yep. fucking ends the Click. transmission and it's like well what the fuck does that mean <laughs> and Voss fucking steps in and he's like you're assassin uh, so that's the introduction you're gonna give me is this nonsense yeah and Dooku's like well, what the fuck you want me to say your rival right which good point yeah totally makes sense he doesn't want to say oh this is my buddy uh, send mm-hmm. a ship for us. We're going to come kill you. Okay? See mm-hmm. you, bud. Yep. Um, and, and before they can argue about it too much, the fucking, the giant crystal tower starts taking fire, and fucking Anakin and Obi-Wan are in their shuttle, and they're blasting the fuck out of the outside of this building all of a sudden. Yeah, and their boss is like, where's the steps at? And Dooku's like, let's go this way. Again, Ventress is thinking, hopefully we can get out of here. And get to the ground before the Jedi bring the whole fucking tower down on top of us. Um, real quick, because I didn't say it. It's in my notes. I want to say it. Mm-hmm. That little interaction between Boss and Dooku after the fucking talk with Sidious, that is really good. Yeah, what would you have me say? Your rival? Yeah, and another thing is like, again, I've, I've finished the book, but still. <laughs> At this point, I was thinking, fucking Boss is going to stab this motherfucker so quick. Yeah. I could feel it coming, you know? Right. It doesn't, but... <laughs> Spoilers! Well, come on, they've seen episode three. <laughs> That's not the thing we have to be worried about. <laughs> um. So, yeah, we cut outside and Obi-Wan and Anakin are fucking, as you said, shooting the fuck out of this place. And mm-hmm. Obi-Wan's just like, this is so fucking wrong. Right, they're sending in fucking fighters. There's yeah. starfighters that are fi- fucking blowing up this place. And then they're like, we need more firepower. So then they send in the fucking AT-ATs and shit. Yep. Or not AT-ATs, but whatever the Republic Walker things are that eventually evolve Yeah, it into just AT-ATs. says Anakin, Anakin just says send in the walkers. Yeah. I'm guessing it's like those the things AT-T-E. they had. Yeah, I don't I don't fucking know the letters and shit of all this I think shit. The, I, I, think mean, I think it's A-T-T-E. Yeah, I know, like, the AT-ATs and then, what is it, the little dual, the chicken walkers? The A-T-S-T. Yeah, AT-SAT. Yeah, all-terrain scout transport. Yeah. Um, As opposed to the all-terrain armored transport. Nerd! <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we might as well go all in. I just fucking explained to you. I just gave you a biology lesson about fucking. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking slap it on the table at this point, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I imagine those were like those two-legged walkers, or maybe even those six-legged walkers that you see in 
the Ryloth episodes. Yeah, I think those are ATTs. With Mace. Okay. Yeah, well, that's what I saw, so. Yeah. <sighs> um, but yeah, they fucking light this thing up, and uh, Obi-Wan's like, you know, they're not going to survive much longer if we keep firing them on like firing on them like this. And Anakin's like, well, no shit. They told us to kill them. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for Obi-Wan to step in because you can clearly see Anakin slipping here. Yeah. Because, yeah, he says, kill any... Uh, you heard what Master Windu said. Kill anyone who gets in our way. And uh, Kenobi says, I know what he said, but I think if it's a possibility, we should try to take them out of here unharmed. I'm telling you to back off. Or I'm telling you to pull back. And Anakin's looks at him and he's like, I'm no I'm not going against uh Windu's orders, especially not for Dooku, a traitor and uh Yep, and then he gets cut off by the walkers firing on the tower and it fucking shatters the tower and it fucking comes crushing down. Uh huh. And Obi Wan says, We've gotta find them. They're still inside and they head in as we end chapter thirty nine. Can you feel it folks? We're coming to the end <laughs> Yep. Yep. Uh, we just got three left, man. Yeah, there's really only two big ones and then a wrap-up. Uh-huh. So, chapter 40 opens with... Uh, Ventress, Voss, and Dooku are all unconscious, buried under the rubble of this, the tower that collapsed. And it says, Ventress, her eyes are, st- her eyes are sealed shut with a sticky substance. <laughs> skeet, skeet, skeet. <laughs> It's like, what, the fucking planet went down and Voss just cummed everywhere? <laughs> she woke up, this whole book's been a dream. <laughs> a wet dream. After the, uh, after the after the first time they fucked, she passed out and had to dreamt this whole book. <laughs> Imagine how crusty that would be. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, and then, they're, the, then she's really disappointed when they find out Dooku's still alive. Yeah. She's buried She's like, under oh. a bunch of shit, and Voss is, you know, running around screaming for her. Yeah, he's trying to find her. Yeah, because he wants to blast another load in her face, I guess. <laughs> and uh, so yeah, she's all she's all fucked up even more than she was before. Yeah, she's like got the shit covering her chest and shit, making it hard for her to breathe. Squeezing down onto her, and she's whispering for Voss, and then she. She was hoping Dooku was dead, but she hears him fucking being like, leave that bitch, let's go. She couldn't see his reaction, but hey, me and Voss have something in common. He growled at Dooku. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she smiled a bit because Voss, you know, didn't want to just fuck off and abandon her without knowing what's going on. Mm-hmm. He's calling again and... She fucking gets his attention somehow, and he finds her, unburies her, and his head's fucked up. He's bleeding, and it's running down his face and over his tattoo. She she didn't know what her problem was, but she could tell by the look on his face that she was fucked up bad. So he basically picks her up and carries her. Aww! <laughs> he tells her to put her arms around his neck, and he... Gets her ass out of there. Yep. So the three of them are uh, trying to get away, and they can hear the Jedi and the clones running after them, or running up to the tower. Yeah. So they're like, oh, fuck. So uh, they run off to this. There's like a little control shed or something 
like a little bunker next to the tower, like a yeah. support building or something. So they decided to go hole up in there. I'm not sure what. Wait for Hopefully to send something. Yeah, send wait, for, wait for him to send a ship full of battle yeah, droids or something they're, to they're, Yeah, they're hoping to wait ass. out. Yeah, they're hoping to to barricade themselves in there and wait out the Jedi until... Right the in the until, storm out. Meh, yeah. meh, meh, meh. <laughs> They're all fucking bickering again. and Oh, and Dooku gets really fucked up, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, he gets shot in the back, doesn't he, when they're running away? Yeah. Right as, right as they're about to get into the building, he takes a bolt to the back. Yeah. Uh, was it a bolt or something? Because it's bleeding real bad. I thought that was his chest where the crystals had from the collapse had. Okay, yeah. Yeah, his 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 chest is shredded from the glass of the crystals that crushed, you know, came falling down on him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's bleeding real bad, and Ventress is just like, fuck him, let him die. He's gonna die anyway. And then this line right here, because I thought this was good, because it, it kind of adds to the ring theory of it all, you know? Because mm-hmm. if I remember right, didn't uh, Anakin tell um, Mace the same thing in episode three about Sidious? She says, let him die. And Voss says, no, I need him alive. Oh, yeah, he does. That's what I thought. And I was like, "It well, it's not the ring theory, but it goes back to what George said about Star Wars being like music. The same. Uh, yeah, it's symmetry. There's always. Well, it, um, yeah, it's like symmetry music. and repeated same, phrases. Yeah. yeah. That's it. You hear the same repeated phrases and shit, and it's like... And not not like, not like phrases like sentences, but phrases like in music. Yeah. The same, uh, the same melody notes. or the same, yeah. You hear those same notes being played over and over again. That's why you always hear, I've got a bad feeling about this. It's why you hear all these lines that kind of seem like they're reused in all the movies and all the episodes of the shows and shit. Yeah, and, and it's I intentionally mean, done that way. Yeah, it... And you would think, really, that that would come off really fucking hokey and cheesy, but somehow it works. Well, it's because they're they're very careful about how they do it, very deliberate about how they do it. It could it could very easily come off hokey. He tells her to fucking put pressure on this wound. Oh, on Dooku's wound to keep him from bleeding to death. Yeah, and she's like, "But," and he again, he just fucking smooches her and gets his way. Mm-hmm. He waves that magic dick. Uh-huh. Basically. Uh- yep. <laughs> um, And Dooku kind of fucking wakes up as this is happening, and he's real weak and asks her... Right, well, this is after Foss goes back outside to oh, yeah, try to help true. the droids hold off the Jedi. Yeah. Which I, I thought was kind of fucking crazy. Like, he's going to go out and actually fight against the clones. Yeah, which had me thinking that, okay, maybe he's not playing Dooku. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like we've been talking about the last few weeks where it's like, is he good? Is he bad? What the fuck's going on here, man? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we, so then back inside, Dooku does wake up a little bit, and he's like, yes, or why are you so desperate to save me? Yeah, and this right here, it seemed like a Yoda line from Ventress, didn't it? She says, awake now, are you? Uh-huh. <laughs> I had to read that a couple times. I was like, wait, when did Yoda pop up? <laughs> but yeah, she yeah, says, she, she, go ahead, go ahead. And she tells him, I'd rather watch you rot. Yeah. And he tells her, huh, I doubt that'll happen anytime soon. 
Voss is a dark lord like I am, and he knows better than to turn against his own kind. And again, she's like, wait, could he be right? Right, she's she's not sure either. Yeah. He's uh, like, oh yes, he's sworn allegiance to the dark side. He and I will take down Lord Sidious once and for all and rule a galaxy together. Hopefully you'll have been disposed of by then. Yeah, and this is a funny bit right here. After he says that, she kind of leans into the wound a little bit, putting more pressure on it. Oh, yeah, she puts an, un- yeah, put and, an unnecessary amount of pressure on his wound. That's yeah. what it said. And he gives a fucking gasp. And, mm-hmm. you know, she kind of gets a little thrill off that. And she tells him, I've heard that line before. Didn't we once have similar plans? Yep. And uh, uh, Duke, who's like, uh, no, you must be mistaken. You were never cut out for anything more than grunt work. Voss, uh, yeah, Voss is different. He was born for the darkness. You, you just flirt with it. Yeah, so even even right here, I'm thinking he's just fucking with her head. Dooku? Or Voss? Yeah. Or Dooku. both? <laughs> yeah, mostly in this this part, I'm thinking it's Dooku just trying to get under her skin. Yeah. But she does start to feel doubt. Yeah, because... She's she starting starts, to doubt, like, her own, her own like, senses. Yeah, and she starts thinking back to all that shit he's telling... He'd been telling her about he had bigger plans and shit, and... Mm-hmm. Why all of a sudden did he need Dooku alive? Yeah, and, and Dooku even tells her, if he was going to kill me, why does he protect me? Why has he waited so long? He's had so many chances. Yeah, and she just kind of fucking looks at him and tells him, asshole, you don't know what he's planning, and he looks at her and looks back and's like, yeah, apparently neither do you. Mm-hmm. And the truth of that bit deep is what it says. So, again, uh, uh, a Sith Lord manipulating people to do and think and feel exactly what he wants them to. No shit. We've been talking about it for like two episodes now, I think. It's like, what the fuck is going on with Voss? Is he gonna betray Dooku? Is he playing Ventress? What the fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. And I still get the feeling like he is playing Dooku to get to Sidious, but it's like, I don't fucking know, man. That right there, where right. he almost desperately is like, no, I need him alive. That's like, ugh. Mm-hmm. And some of it's getting a little tedious. Like It is, but... Some of it is like, uh, what do you call it, pulling the taffy? Is that what you said? That's yeah. What you, that's what you said before? I think you yeah, might like have how said long... that. I don't know. No, I think you said that before. Like, how how long can they pull the taffy on something? Yeah. Um, I think you were talking about that on the main show when we were talking about Scooby Apocalypse. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant about this, because I think you've said it No, no, not this. this. No. Yeah, I've said it before, like, how many times are they going to flip-flop and do that? But but now it's even, I mean, it's still going. They're still flip-flopping and making you wonder which way it's going to go. We've only got, like, 17 pages left. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck's happening here? Right. They yeah, I started fucking... to get. To... I started to really get worried about this part at this point because I'm like, fuck. There's not much time left. How are they going to wrap this up and not make it be rushed? And spoilers, it feels rushed. I know. <laughs> we'll they... get to it though. Just real quick, it feels like it should have gone another two chapters. Yeah, or it something. Just, I don't it know. all wraps up in a bow real quick. It's like fuck. Right. Um, so then we cut back to Anakin and Obi-Wan. Yeah, so they're talking about um, Anakin's looking through the electro binoculars, and he's like, I think they got Dooku, because I guess he saw Dooku get shot. 
Yeah. Um, and he's saying that uh, Voss and the droids are holding their own against the clones. So basically, it's a stalemate. Yeah. And uh, so Obi Wan's like, "Yeah, this is not working," and he orders he's going to order a ceasefire. He wants to order a ceasefire. Yeah, and Anakin's like, what the fuck do you mean a ceasefire, basically? Mm-hmm. And Obi-Wan tells him, you heard me, and Anakin's like, no, 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 no. We're not talking this shit out with him. That's, the time for that's over. Voss has had all the all of the chances he's ever going to have. And then Obi-Wan's plan is declare a ceasefire and sneak around the back of this bunker. Yeah. Because there must be a back door, otherwise they're just trapped in there. Yeah. This felt a little weird because he says, uh, we'll sneak around to the back and try to find another way in. And Anakin looks at him and says skeptically, sneak around the back. And Obi-Wan says, you're repeating me an awful lot today. That felt a bit weird to me, a little that little interaction between them. I think it would have looked fine on the show, though. I think they've had they've had similar exchanges like that before. Yeah, I not that. Exactly, but... Yeah, I'm um, pretty sure it would have been fine on screen, but in the book it seems a little bit strange. I, I mean, I think it would have been better if it would have just had Anakin say, uh, I'm wondering if you're going crazy, Master, this place is a fortress, which is what he says, but the... you know, the Yeah, they could have left thing. that. Yeah. Yeah, they could have let that line out. Uh, and then obi-wan tells him or asks him what does the fortress become with only one way in and one way out and anakin smiles and says a trap so yeah that whole sneak Mm -hmm. around the back you're repeating me an awful lot today that could have been cut out yeah because it was just weird yeah it almost takes away from the uh the rest of the conversation yeah exactly it does i don't think like breaks up the flow of the conversation i don't think it almost does it I think it totally does. It fucking stopped me dead for a minute. I was like, that's just weird. Yeah, Christy Golden. God damn it. Yeah, Christy Golden and Dave Filoni and Matt McNavitz or whatever the fuck your name is. And Yeah, all you fucking assholes who wrote it 279 pages of good story and then fucked it up with <laughs> Well, I didn't mean sentence. that. <laughs> <laughs> And Katie Lucas, you fucked up too. No! Um, but yeah, that's the end of chapter 40. <laughs> it's the last two! This is it. This is it. We're coming into the home stretch, people. Big shit's about to go down, son. Oh, God, yes, is it. Ugh. Yeah, because I, I consider chapter 42 almost like an epilogue. Yeah, it doesn't feel like the last chapter of the book at all. No, this is the last chapter to me right here. Oh, fuck. This is where everything fucking happens, folks. Mm-hmm. It's the money shot. And let me tell you. If you will. Yeah. But let me tell you, this is a fucking gut punch of a uh, chapter. Mm-hmm. So we might have to stop after this chapter and talk about this before we get to the fucking epilogue or chapter 42. Yeah. It gets a little... Um melodramatic i thought like the the prose yeah but man if this had been in the show oh, if this had God. been a, a an animated episode fuck it would have been so so good so powerful yes you'd have been crying like a little bitch no i wouldn't <laughs> uh you would anywho <laughs> i don't cry ask my wife <laughs> 
Uh, I'm old school. Oh, are you? Yeah, unfortunately. It's a problem. <laughs> It'd be much better if I could. Well, I instead mean... I, instead, I, instead, I tend to just put my fist through walls and shit. Yeah, so you're just like a fucking uncrying robot? Mm, sometimes. Okay. To each their own, I guess. <laughs> so do you have a lot of holes in your walls? <laughs> uh, no, not a lot. There's, there uh, are some. <laughs> uh, yeah, there are. <laughs> I've yeah. See, I'm too much. There's, of a... there's still a hole. There's still a hole in my parents' basement wall. I was just gonna ask you about that, <laughs> and I know it's got a gun case in front of it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they, they had a calendar hanging over it for probably ten years. The same calendar, or did you switch it out every year? No, I switched it out every year. Okay. Well, that's not weird, then. Yeah, my, my dad didn't even know it was there until I moved out of the house. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck is this? And he's like, I don't I know, like, man. I was, like, I was like, Dad, I did that years ago. <laughs> um, Let me see. Let's go back ten years, and I'll tell you the story. <laughs> see, I'm too much of a pussy for that type of thing, because I think I've said this before. It's like, I don't do good with pain. Yeah. Like, I could slap myself, no problem. If you slap me, I would cry. Mm. I would just fucking hit the ground and cry. Feels so good to hit things, though, sometimes. Yeah. Not I so hit... much anymore. My T levels are so low now that, like, I, I don't I don't feel the need to do that. But 17, 18. I hit soft fucking, I, I punched, I busted a stereo out of a car. With your fist? Beat it out. Yeah. <laughs> Smashed the front of it with my fucking... <laughs> <laughs> obliterated a brand new stereo because it fucking wouldn't wouldn't work right. <laughs> wow, that's like a stunning revelation to me. Yeah. Cuz I mean, I've been breaking your nuts for what? 6 episodes, 7 episodes because we get to fuck this shit and it's like, man, this sort of bothers me. It's like that's not cool, man. No, it's, the fire is burned down to like cinders and embers. Wow. The fire used to rage. Yeah. Leave all of this in, too. Let's give them a little extra entertainment. <laughs> 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 um. So, yeah, Star Wars. I don't know what the fuck that has to do with Star Wars or how we got there, mm. but... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell us how Chapter 41 starts before I get punched. <laughs> <laughs> chapter 41 starts off Voss comes back to the bunker after fighting with the clones for a while came back to check on them and uh, I guess they they pulled back because Obi-Wan's ordered the ceasefire yeah and uh, so Voss comes back to check on what's going on and Ventress confronts him almost immediately like wants to know is it true what Dooku was trying to tell her that that he's sworn allegiance or whatever. Yeah, and she's trying to keep it quiet, I guess, so Dooku doesn't hear, but she's fucking starting to yell at him anyway. Yeah, the more angry she gets, the louder her voice is getting. Yeah, and he's he's basically telling her once again, baby, this ain't the time to go through this. And she's like, oh, yes, this damn well is the time. And that's an exact quote. Yeah, finally she reached her limit that we were just talking about. Like, sooner or later, she's not going to go along with him anymore. Yeah. This is pretty much it. She presses him and presses him and presses him. And he's just trying to be like, baby, it's cool. Don't worry about it, baby. 
And she just flat out tells him, bullshit, you're going to tell me what the fuck's going on here. And he's like, uh, uh, and finally he spoke. I did it for us. And she's like, what the fuck do you mean, man? Apparently he did swear allegiance to Dooku or to the dark side. Yes. And uh, she's like, you know what he is and what he can do. Why, you know, why are you doing this? Because he's going to try to kill you the first chance he gets. Yeah. And he's like, I can handle it now. I know what I'm doing. I said we're doing this for us, and I meant that. And then he brings up her telling him about her past and never having a home and shit. Right. She's basically trying to tell him, like, I've been down this road. Don't go down this road. Yeah, and she's like, we're going to be slaves to our hatred and our rage. That's what the dark side made me. That's what it does. Nothing is ever enough. You get more and more, but you're never happy, which I wish Anakin could have heard this. Yeah. It wouldn't have mattered. He wouldn't. I have. know he was a fucking airhead. Uh, and she tells him that she's finally left that behind, and he can too. He can make the choice. This here was really fucking interesting and cool, but at the same time, really fucking sad. You know. Mm-hmm. It says all at once, warmth flooded through her. It was as if she were being bathed with soft light. It washed away the pain and the fear and the anger, leaving only perfect clarity in its wake. Ventress realized that it was the Force. It had never felt like this, and it was giving her a gift. Time fucking slows down for her, and she's sort of seeing all of the angles. It sort of seems like uh, what they say Mace's gift is, where you can see the shatter point or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is almost like omniscience. Like, she sees she sees every possible future yeah. and, and outcome from this moment forward. Like, all the choices that could be made in this moment, she sees all of the outcomes. Yeah. Death and life and new chances lay down one path. The res- the restoration of balance. Fear and disaster and existence that could never be called living, but merely crawling about in a shell of flesh that had no spark of joy. That, too, could be the future. Burning vengeance that only increased the hunger for more. She had just told Voss that he had a choice about the path he wished to walk, and the Force was revealing to her the outcome of her own choices. Now, this moment, this instant, this breath, Ventress chose. And it's like... Given what's coming, apparently she knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And that makes it even fucking sadder, man. Mm-hmm. So we go back to Voss, and he sees her just kind of standing there with her eyes closed. Her eyes pop open, and... Yeah, she's got a, she's kind of got a, a blank stare, like yeah. she's looking through him. It's like she sees something that's not there, but it's because she's inside of her own vision. Yeah. She snaps out of it and screams no and shoves Voss out of the way because... Not only does she shove him, she fucking... Oh, she force force pushes him, him. yeah. Yeah. Throws him all the way across the room against the wall, and there was... Then came the sizzle and crackle of force lightning. Yeah. Which, at first, I didn't quite get what was going on here. Oh, you didn't? Yeah, when she's no, no, and then she shoved him out of the way. I was like, okay, what the fuck's going on? And then it says the sizzle and crackle of force lightning. And it wasn't until they explained later that I was like, oh, no shit. Mm-hmm. But Dooku unleashes a barrage of fucking force lightning like Voss had never seen before. This wasn't the toying around kind. This wasn't the torture kind. This was the fucking... Motherfucker, I want you dead. Yeah, this is the incinerate you kind. Yeah. And Voss is standing there watching her fucking spasm and... Yep, she takes it full force, fucking starts bleeding out of her eyes and her nose and... Yeah. Which I thought was kind of fucked up. I was like, oh shit. I don't think they would have done that on the show. No, uh, yeah, probably not. 
I mean, like, we saw that one clone cry in season five or whatever. Or, well, that was the Krell episodes, wasn't it? Mm. I don't fucking know. A clone cried. So they were just starting to experiment with that shit. Even then, with them just starting to experiment with it, I don't think you would have seen blood squirting out of her. Not squirt. That makes it sound like she's just gushing blood <laughs> from every orifice. <laughs> but blood no. leaking out of her eyes, ears, and nose, I don't think we'd have ever seen that. No. You might have got a little trickle, but maybe. I don't know, because that seems awful fucking intense. Even, even as dark and as intense as that show got, this seems worse. Yeah, it's this is pretty hardcore. Yeah. And... Voss activates his lightsaber and jumps in between them. Yeah, deflects his force lightning back at him to fucking blast the shit out of Dooku. Yeah. Electrocutes him with his own force lightning. Yeah, and Dooku goes flying back and hits the ground. He's screaming and trembling as the shit fades. Ventress is fucking laying on the floor. Her clothes are smoking. smoking. Yeah. Yeah. And Voss is fucking doing just like she was a minute ago, just saying no. And he fucking tells her, oh, it's Dooku. He's laying there fucking smiling and shit and telling her, oh, he tells Voss. That's what it is. This is the part where it made sense to me. Uh, He tells him the lightning wasn't for her. It was for you. She just got in the way. Go on. Take your revenge. And Voss sort of has like a overwhelming sense of defeat for a second. Mm -hmm. He tells Dooku, I'm not your kind. I don't feed off vengeance. Yeah, it was like the uh, he looked over at Ventress and and starts crying yeah and then the then all of his rage and stuff receded yeah dark rage filled tide inside him receded leaving in his heart only the truth of the tears yeah because he was as you said he was crying he's obviously understandably he's pissed right and but that, that's at that point that he realizes that he can't go any farther down this path this is you and know Dooku's and, and fucking smiling Dooku's at him. still waiting for it yeah, yeah he still thinks it's coming and that's when he says, I'm not your kind. I don't feed off vengeance. And he tells him, I am a Jedi. And this right here I thought was really fucking cool. That after all this time, after telling her, fuck it, I'm going to leave the Jedi. After turning to the dark side, he finally fucking realizes that no matter what, he probably can't leave. And uh, he deactivates his lightsaber and goes over to Ventress. Right. And that's that's when we see that Anakin and Obi-Wan had, had been standing at the door. Yeah. And it's had seen this whole exchange. Yeah, and he says, we'll take him from here, uh, right? Yeah, they shackle uh, Dooku up and take him off. Yeah, and uh, Voss just nods at him. He realizes that after everything he's done, he's probably going to be fucking arrested and taken to the council. But yeah. he don't really give a shit because he's wanting to, you know, take care of Ventress and whatnot. Right. And it says here, which, yeah, it says here that the Force Lightning had left traces of what looked like lightning bolts all across her flesh and marked her for, it says marked mm-hmm. her for its own. Didn't yeah. she sort of have like what looked like spider veins and shit that could look like uh, lightning over her body anyway? Yeah, kind of. Uh, yeah, a little bit on her face. Yeah. like I don't know that she had that so much after she was not dark anymore. Yeah, I never I really... can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either because I don't think I ever really paid that much attention to it. But I just remember. I think it was more pronounced when she was when she was fully dark side. Yeah, I don't remember. I never really noticed after that. Yeah. So here he goes over to her, and you know she's still barely conscious, and uh, they have their little final goodbye. I guess that's kind of a cliche 
Hollywood death, if you will. Yeah, no shit. Where it's kind of like, you know. I mean, it goes on for like a page, two and a half pages. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> she might as well have been going, it's going dark. <laughs> it's so dark. <laughs> Though as melodramatic as this whole scene went. Yeah, but he's afraid to touch her and she tells him I won't break. And he picks her up sort of in his arms and blood ran from her mouth soaking his shirt. He tells her not to talk, and she she sort of <laughs> she sort of gives him this little fucking half smile sort of thing, and says, "You don't tell me what to do, idiot." Yeah, she says she's proud of him for what he did over there by not killing Dooku, yeah. and chose love instead of hate. She says the best choice you've ever made, and he said it was, and that's when he he finally does come totally clean and confesses that she was right. He did fall to the dark side. Yeah, he was general. He was general enigma. Yeah, and he basically tells her that until it, yeah. until she force pushed him into the wall and, you know, Dooku was taunting him, he wasn't playing Dooku. He was dark. Yeah. There was no playing. He wasn't just fucking, I'm going to use you to get to Sidious and kill you. He was just full dark side. Yeah, he was using him to get to Sidious, but that's because he wanted to get with Sidious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's not using yeah. him to get to Sidious to kill him. He was just using him so he could, you know, further his dark side training because he was just gone. Right. Well, I thought it was interesting, though. It's as he, he said, uh, and I've been there this whole time. I just, I didn't know. Yeah. And she tells him that's because he lied to himself. He lied to himself about it. And that's how, that's why she couldn't tell anymore that he was, that she couldn't sense the darkness anymore, which was kind of, I don't know, it's kind of weird. Yeah, that, strange. that he didn't, you know, really know it, but he now he knows that he was full fucking dark side, but he didn't know it before. Yeah, this is this is the parts. These are the parts where it feels rushed. Uh huh. And I mean, like this part here, it says that you know she digs her fingers into his uh, arms and um, her gaze bore into his. She tells him, "Remember, you always have a choice to be better." You always have a choice to pick the right path, even if that choice comes a little late. And then she sort of like has a fake death where like her eyes close and she stops moving. And then he says something to her and she like kind of kicks back in for a second. Oh, yeah. She's like fading out and he says, please don't go. Yeah. And then she comes back and she's like, I got to go. My sisters are waiting. Yeah, that that was a little fucking weird. And as you said, melodramatic, too. Right. Where she she's like just I, like, but like oh. I said, I think. I think if this was acted out and it was, you know, staged on the show, I think it would have not been as melodramatic or hokey. I think it would have been, you'd have the music coming in and I think it would have worked a lot better than just, just in the I text. mean, maybe, but I don't know. Cause it's, it says right here, the tension left her body and she relaxed into his embrace as her eyes began to close. And then he, he fucking tells her, please don't go. Her eyes flicker open. That seems... If that's how it was in the script, I don't know. That would have been a fucking uphill battle for him to get them to, for them to get that to not look so lame. Cause she's just like, uh, and then he's like, no, don't go. And she's like, uh, I'm not, I'm, wait, hang on, hang on. I'm, I'm not going yet. My, but I'm, I'm gonna have to go. Yet. Yeah. And she's just like, I'm not dead yet. I'm not dead yet. But I'm gonna be dead soon. Uh, uh. And uh, he tells her, please don't I'm go. I'm feeling better. <laughs> He tells her, please don't go. And she says, you must let me go, my love. It's the Jedi way. And she was gone. That's the end of chapter 41. Chapter 42 picks up a few months later. But that right there is just like, for the longest stretch, it's like nothing's happening, nothing's happening, nothing's happening. <sighs> nothing's happening, nothing's happening. It's over! Right. And it's like, wait, we couldn't have fucking 
stretch this out just a little bit more. You couldn't cut out some of the, is he bad, is he good, is he bad, is he good? They're going to fight about it. They're going to talk about it. Honey, please trust me. I love you. Okay, I'm going to kiss you. I love you too. You couldn't have cut a little bit of that out and been like, okay, now here's the ending. Well, yeah, and I I, I kind of don't like that all the truth comes out as she's dying. Yeah, yeah. Totally. You know, you know what I mean. It's it seems so forced and rushed. Yeah. That all these confessions happen as she's dying. Mm-hmm. And all he starts making all these realizations about his life, and you know he was bad, and now he's good, and he's gonna be good forever because of her. And it's just like, <sighs> okay. And so I mean, it kind of takes away from you know the monumental, I guess, change in Ventress at the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? That she that that part of all that vision and seeing all the futures and stuff and the force flooding into her, that's her choosing to die. Well, yeah. And choosing fully the light. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like her death is still a fucking gut punch, even though like, Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure we both knew it was coming. Oh fuck. Yeah. That was spoiled. Like two seconds after the book came out, that was spoiled. Yeah. So, I mean, at the same time, it's like, we've really done a good job of not spoiling it, but at the same time, it's like, how did you not fucking know about this? Because, Everybody fucking knew. If you like Star Wars at all, you knew about this. Yeah, the only the only thing I didn't know was how. Yeah. And honestly, I wish it would have been a little bit more... Mm, there would have been more to it, and it wouldn't have been epic, so fucking yeah. rushed. Yeah, for a 300-page book, for, the, for that to happen in a couple paragraphs was like, oh, really? Yeah, I mean, she had such a great arc over the entire series. Like, she started out as this fucking bitch you hate. Mm-hmm. And then Dooku threw her to the side, and you started getting a little sympathy for it. And we've gone over this previously on this show. I still am not like, you know, fucking let's embrace her because she said she turned good, and she did. It's like I said, she still did some really fucking heinous shit that I think she should have paid for. Yeah. But she did have an incredible arc where she came around to sort of helping the Jedi in this book, and then they gave her a full pardon, which that still seems a little bit weird. And then... Oh, she's dead. Real quick like that. Yeah. Because, again, it's just like, nothing's happening, nothing's happening, nothing's happening. The book's over, she's dead. Bye. It's like, come yeah. the fuck on. There was too many false finishes and shit leading up to this. You got more to fucking say about this? You want to go into our last, our final fucking chapter, man? Let's do it. Let's wrap this bitch up. Let's do it, then. So, chapter 42, like I said, it's this is more like the uh, denouement or whatever. It's like an epilogue. It's It takes place, um, well, it says... It, the first sentence is that it had been a long, excruciating few months. Which, so they've they've had her in some kind of stasis yeah. so she doesn't rot, I guess, while they're waiting to figure out what to do. Yeah. Which, there's something I've got to say once we get to this, mm-hmm. because it's been a long, excruciating few months. Yeah, 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 we get it. She's in stasis. But Boss has, he got arrested, arrested, he willingly went, he was brought before the council, and it seems like, once again, they just put him through some kind of reconditioning, retraining, and then just let him go by the end of the book. Right. And it's like, wait a minute. Are you guys really that fucking stupid? Again, feels really rushed. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, he literally murdered his friend. It even says there he had to answer or he confessed all of his crimes. Yeah. He accepted full responsibility for the the campaign he had led under Dooku's guidance. So he really was operating as that general enigma. He really was commanding forces. Yeah. Um for planting the bombs in the asteroid, for warning the Count about the attack on the listening post, for killing Bayons and the clones aboard the Vigilance, and for the murder of his friend, Akkar Deshu. Yeah. So it's like, damn, dude. 
yeah, he confesses right. to it's, all of this. You're right. It is. It's. It's kind. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up that they just let him walk. Yeah, because right here it says she saved me, and then Obi Wan. I'm not saying he should have been killed. That was a fucking stupid plan to begin with. Right. But Obi Wan steps up and he's like, "Look, I saw what happened," and basically tells him like she saved him and she saved us. Because we lost our fucking way. We lost it when we decided to use assassination, a practice so clearly of the dark side, for our own ends. Well-intentioned though it may have been. Yeah, he, I mean, he breaks it all down. Yeah, he breaks it all down. He says everything that's happened after that, it, it all stems from that, essentially, a dark side action. Yeah. You know, a decision tainted with the dark side. Yeah, and he tells them, like, we, basically, it's our fault he went to the dark side. We caused it, so I don't think yep. we should blame him. And it's like... Uh, I don't know, man. Yeah, kind of. Maybe. Yeah. A little bit. And he says, Ventress's death is on our hands. That Voss is here with us today, devastated, but on the light path once more is no credit to us. It's a credit to her. She died a true friend of the Jedi, and I believe she deserves to be laid to rest with respect and care. Okay, I sort of agree with that, but, I mean, at the same time, yes, it's your fault he turned to the dark side, I guess. Yes, it's your fault that she's dead. I guess. But that doesn't mean he just gets the fucking... You screw with his brain, you all fucking have your boy band moment, and you get in his head and fix him up, and you just you let him go. you think that's what they did? I, I don't know what the fuck they did. I mean... Yeah, it just says he worked, he worked closely with Yoda for a time doing all that was required of him. Oh. In your mouth you will put it. Yes, in your mouth I will put it. <laughs> My dick you will suck. Mm. <laughs> mm, close your eyes, yes. <laughs> um... Are, are you sure this is really how it works? <laughs> yes. Oh. 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 Coming, I am. Hmm. <laughs> oh, God damn it. <laughs> um, no teeth. No teeth. <laughs> uh, My balls rest on your chin. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to Star Wars hell. <laughs> uh, so, so he, so he does all of that. Uh, <laughs> drain, he drain, Joda's green nuts, I guess, for a couple a few months. months, and then, uh, yeah, and so he finally lets Voss out of the temple in Kenobi's care, and they take Ventress's body to Dathomir, where they're gonna bury her, I guess. Yeah. Well, they're going to give her her send-off of right. whatever yeah. the fuck. So, yeah, they head to Dathomir. And when they get off the ship, Boss tells Kenobi, Dooku killed all them because they sided with Ventress. And still, she was able to let go of her revenge. Oh, oh and I guess it was Ventress, or it was Voss's idea to take her back there, right? Yeah, he took her to back to Dathomir, and they'd take her into the village. Yeah. And... Kenobi leaves him alone in the temple or whatever for a couple of minutes to say his goodbyes or whatever. So he has a, a couple paragraphs of more fucking mushy bullshit. Um, <laughs> well, before that, Kenobi says as they're going into the village, he's looking around and he says, I never expected to find beauty on Dathomir. And Voss tells him quietly, she was beautiful. And it's like, la, la, la. You know, mm-hmm. it gets real fucking sappy. Yep. So they take her into where that that pool of dark water was yeah which is like if you watch those episodes of the clone wars where she's reborn as a night sister yeah that's part of the ritual is to go into this water and and then come out that i remember cleansed and 
Yeah. <laughs> so he um he takes her takes her there and after he says his goodbyes or whatever he lifts her up, force lifts her. Yeah. And just puts her in that water and lets her sink. And when he does that, the fucking green vapor of the night sisters and shit kind of surrounds her and shit and grabs her body. Oh, it's a real magical fucking time. Uh Uh-huh. And it kind of just pulls her in. And all of a sudden, he starts hearing, like, the whispers of the night sisters and shit. Yeah, like all the night sister spirits. Yeah, and Kenobi comes up with his lightsaber and he's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, he's kind of freaking out, like, what the fuck kind of shit did you just start here? Yeah. And it's like, this is the last page. There can't be too much more going on. <laughs> yeah. Voss just tells him, listen, and Kenobi does, and it says, the Force the force had reclaimed Dathomir's wayward child, and as Voss reached out to it to send the woman he loved a final farewell, he thought he could make out a single word. Sister. Asajj Ventress, at last, had come home. And that's how it ends. Yeah. Iris out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and we forgot to say, that stunning black gown that, uh... Oh, yeah, she, he put her back in that Kenobi, party Kenobi dress. went back to Christophsis, went through the wreckage, and found that dress. What? Oh, the wreckage of the Banshee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, she was carrying it with her in the fucking tower, and he's digging Well, that's what the I was crystals. like, the wreckage of the what? <laughs> I missed that part. Yeah, no, he went back yeah. to Christophsis, went, went through the wreckage of the Banshee. And got that gown out. What a fucking guy. Uh-huh. So he put her back in the black water in that fuck me dress. And uh, <laughs> R.I.P. Yeah. So that was fucked up, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still a little bummed that she actually died. Yeah. I mean, I was, I'm with you. I, when, I first, when I first heard about it, like last year, whenever this book originally came out, and they talked about it on, I think they might have dropped that spoiler on Rebel Force Radio. They did because... Uh, Jimmy, it was just after the book came out, Jimmy was like, well, Ventress is still out there in the world. And then the next week, uh, people wrote in and um, were like, assholes, she's dead. Mm -hmm. And I remember they did a bit of a speech about, hey, look, the book just came out. We we got shit going on in our lives. We don't have the time to read it the day it drops. Right. Sorry we didn't read a fucking 300-page book in a night. Yeah. When I first heard that, I was like, oh, man. Yeah. That fucking sucks cuz I was I was like that too. I was like, "Oh, well, Ventress is still out there somewhere." Mm-hmm. I was hoping that you know, she, she would could show, show up, up on Rebels. Yeah, I was like, "She could show up on Rebels, fucking she could show up in episode 7. Who the fuck knows?" Yeah. But nope, nope, nope. But nope, dead. So, I guess I got to ask overall the entire book, what do you think of it, man? It was good. I really liked it. Like I've said before, like Star Wars books usually don't really do that much for me. Yeah. Ever since the like the early days of the EU, um, I used to be real heavy into that, and then you know somewhere along the ways, I just got not interested in this anymore. The novel side, the non, yeah, the non-film, non-TV shit, the non-visual stuff. Did the comics? Did they still hold that pull for you, or was that too just like no? Dead? I kind of no. I was never really into like the '90s comics. Yeah, not really at all, or the you know like the Old Republic and the. Clone Wars comics, although I have some of those trades. Yeah. Yeah, they just never really did anything for me. I really dig the old Republic era. Like that fifty that fifty uh issue series that John Jackson Miller did, Knights of the Old Republic, that was fucking great for me. Yeah, well I struggle with the I guess the the impermanence of because I'm one of the people who 
for the longest time knew like this isn't real shit. Like this isn't these are fun stories and stuff, but one of these days these aren't going to be considered yeah canon. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was like I had a hard time really getting into it and some of the stuff like went off in directions that did not feel like the way Star Wars should go. Yeah. That didn't feel right like the Yuuzhan Vong and all that shit. None of that shit I felt right. I haven't gotten into any of that yet, but I've heard that a lot, that it's, like, really fucking weird. Yeah, once I heard, like, that stuff was going on, and I've heard that through uh, West End Star Wars. Ah. Because they had, like, the like a lot of source books for, for that. They had, like, source books for the Zahn trilogy, and they had source books for the Jedi Academy books, and... You know, you get the the chronologies and the timelines and stuff, and it's like like all the, assen- the essential the guides and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, not even that fancy, but like. Well, I've got a couple of those. Like that, like that little visual dictionary that I have, or whatever the yeah. encyclopedia of Star Wars, or whatever. Yeah, it's like fucking use on Vong. Who the fuck is that? Yeah. Or like you pick up, just pick up a random comic sometime, and they're talking about a fucking use on Vong invasion, and it's like, what the fuck? What the hell? What is this? This isn't Star Wars. This is like some kind of fucking Independence Day type shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. This doesn't seem right. So then I just kind of got turned off to it all. Well, see, the way I kind of look at that, I look at that shit like the same way I look at the Night Sisters. You know? Because if you had told... I mean, you did. I think you did tell me about the Night Sisters shit, and I was just like, what? Yeah, I warned you ahead of time. <laughs> it, it sounds really fucking stupid, but, I mean, somehow the Night Sisters work. A lot of that shit in the EU... I mean, it sounds stupid if you just try to explain it to somebody, but for the most part, a lot of the shit in the EU works for me. Yeah. Because... And some of it does, but then the voice wasn't there for a lot of a lot of those books. Yeah. Like the voice, the Star Wars voice. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like that, that Shatterpoint novel that was all about Mace. That just doesn't feel Star Warsy to me. Mm-hmm. That first, uh, well, chronologically it was first, uh, zombie novel Red Harvest. That just didn't click for me at all. No, I mean, that doesn't even remotely look like it would be good, but, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. But, I mean, look at Clone Wars. They did zombie episodes, and they worked. Yeah. So, it all depends on who's in charge, I guess, who's writing it. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, like, Star Wars novels don't necessarily do that much for me. They're really hit and miss, mostly miss. So, a lot of them I've just skipped. Yeah. But, uh, you know, there have been a couple like Darth Plagueis and Kenobi and, you know, things like that, more recent things like that. Yeah. That were good. But but I like this book. This book feels like Star Wars. Yeah. Felt like it. I mean, well, it did just literally jump right out of the show. <laughs> totally. See, I'm the exact opposite, though. I've read almost all of the old EU novels from the Old Republic, and I'm talking about like the Del Rey type novels, not like the young adult novels. Those I never mm-hmm. really got into because there were just so many young adult novels. There were so many series that I just couldn't get into mm-hmm. that. I was focused on the main Del Rey type Star Wars novels. For me, for the most part, all of those are good. Right now, I'm almost up to episode four, so I'm not into the Yuuzha Vong or whatever the fuck it was called. I'm not into that shit yet. I haven't gotten to the um, old Thrawn shit that everybody loved. I've read Outbound Flight, which chronologically is Thrawn's uh, introduction. Right. And all of that shit so far through Old Republic to the prequels, so far all that shit I've loved. I'm only like six or seven novels after episode three right now, but I'm digging all of it i mean we talked about before we went we started like these lando calrissian uh adventures those are yeah. fucking wacky those i'm just those are 
those are way whack. Those aren't part of my canon at all. <laughs> I'm just reading them because I want the whole EU story, the old EU story. But I'm telling you right now, those are not part of my fucking canon. Yeah. Because they're just out there. Yeah, they're pretty whack. But this right here, Dark Disciple, totally part of my canon. I can fit it in. Oh, yeah. Because even with the rushed ending of it, I can st- still say this is one of my favorite novels I've ever read. And I've read a lot. Yeah, and your imagination can embellish things and and fill in some of the stuff that was rushed through, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we can both come up with ways to fix that ending a little bit. I mean, I've said it many, many times throughout this the run of this show, this first run. For me, I'm more about the fucking journey than the destination. Although, the, the ending of this was pretty weak sauce. But the fucking journey to get to it, that was great, man. Mm-hmm. It, it was fun. Even with a lot of the false finishes and shit, it was still really fucking good. So I'm not going to let fucking 10 pages ruin... No. And it wasn't that bad. 330 pages of great, you know? No, and I mean, those those pages weren't that bad. No, I mean, but we're I mean... Picking, we're picking at nits. True, but you know, I just mean... To it, have, just to have something to pick at. <laughs> it, it was a bit of a wet fart, you know? Eh, kind of, yeah. It could have it could have been better. Yeah. And maybe maybe had we not known that she that's, was gonna die at the end, maybe that would have been too. it would have it would have probably been more of a shock and yeah. more of a you know, wait, 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 it's over? Yeah, it, it might have been you know? more impactful, more of a gut punch than it already was. So this is the question because I was left with a question at the end of this. Okay. It's like, okay, this was sad as fuck, but I really wanna know what's Voss's story after this? Did he keep his promise? Because some of that sappy bullshit he was saying to her was basically, he says, where do I begin? There's so much I have to, t- I should have told you so much I should have. And he closes his eyes and his, you know, words drift off and he tells her, now it's too late. I will never stop grieving that, but I'm on the path, Asage. You bought my chance with blood and I won't waste it. I swear I won't. Every day, every minute of my life, I'll live it. For me and for you, I'll fight because you can't, and I'll laugh and I'll do everything I possibly can with everything I have in me to make things better, because this galaxy has seen too much darkness. So, he's basically promising her that he's gonna stay the course and shit. Yeah. And I wanna see, I don't give a fuck if it's a comic series, another, a Voss-led novel, I don't give a shit. I wanna see stories that show that maybe he struggled with it or something. But he made sure he kept that promise. I want to know how he got back in the good graces of the Jedi, where in episode three, that let him go out on his own, not under Obi-Wan's care, and fucking lead mission to yeah, shit. Yeah, and lead a, yeah, lead a... Uh, battalion of clones. Stri- yeah, battalion of clones. That's the question, the huge question I've got left is like, how did fucking Voss get back in the good graces of the Jedi? You can fucking mm-hmm. say all you want that we caused this, but at the end of the day... Or does he really get that much into their good graces, or are they so stretched so thin that they have no choice but to let a questionable person lead a mission? Well, okay, we know from episode three that, yeah, they completely fucked up and they fell so far that they couldn't come back. Mm-hmm. But the lesson at the end of this novel is, like... We can't keep doing stupid shit. And I think at some point Yoda would be like, look, look how easy it was for this dude to fall. We can't let him just fucking go. We can't, you know, use we're stretched too thin as an excuse. So I think he had to have gotten back in their good graces, you know? Yeah. So I want to see 
a novel or a comic, something. I want to see how he does, how he keeps that promise to her. I want to know more about him because this was would have only been like uh, the ninth time we saw him on the show because that one ep- that episode of the Clone Wars he was in, or that arc that he was in, that was one episode that he did. That was it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. he was going to have eight more. So there's a lot of Voss's story left to tell. Are you with me? You want to fucking see more from him? Sure. Or are you just like it? Leave well enough alone. No, I, I'm sure there's more to tell. Well, I mean, I know that you're the. Type... I would. I would definitely be more. I would, I'm definitely more interested to see more than I was before. Yeah, but I mean, I know you're the type that doesn't think every fucking crack needs to be filled in the Star Wars universe. No, definitely doesn't. And that was one of my problems with all the EU novels was the minutia and the fucking you know yeah which i'm the exact opposite of that i want to know every fucking thing i want to know every aspect and, of this universe and the jedi and the sith i want to know it all yeah and when i was younger and starving for star wars stuff yeah during those dark times when there was nothing yeah yeah i wanted to know everything and then the prequels came around and i started getting my fill of everything i could possibly want to know and you know, novels and novels and more novels. And finally it was like, I'm full, dude. (laughs) I'm fucking full, okay? I'm going to pick and choose only the best shit now. Well, I've been fucking balls deep in this shit for... Fuck. It's got to be coming up on 10 years. It's like eight years now or something like that. Because I got into Star Wars with the Clone Wars, basically. Yeah. And I'm still like fucking Ryback. Feed me more, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I mean, I am too, but I guess um, I don't want to say I'm more selective because that's kind of dis- dim- the dismissive of EU stuff. And I, there is good shit out there. I'm just saying I try to keep my circle smaller than I used to, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I really am of the mindset, though. It's like if it's got Star Wars on it, I don't care how bad or good. I want to read it and decide for myself, you know? Yeah. Well, you need to see the holiday special then. I would totally watch it. I've seen parts of it. And from what I've seen, it's. Complete and utter horseshit, but I don't care. I want to see it. <laughs> it's it's so bad. It's fucking amazing. If they would put that it's, out, it's so I fucking, would fucking. It's get so it, fucking man. awesome. I have a copy. I know you do. <laughs> um, but yeah. That may have to be a, a a group watch sometime. Okay. It's it's mm, it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's got like fucking B. Arthur in it and a bunch of old stars doing really wacky shit. It's got. Um, Chewie's family. Uh, uh, it's got like a, a virtual reality sex. Wait, what? With uh, Chewie's grandpa or whatever. Fucking grumpy Smurf or whatever the fuck the guy's <laughs> name was. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay, then. It's yeah, fuck- we're going to have to. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, we're going to have to get into that one sometime then. Mm-hmm. So are we good with Dark Disciple? Yeah, I think so. It was a fun ride. It took forever to get there. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is a book that I could have read probably in just two or three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> if I had been going full bore on yeah. it. But um, I'm pretty sure I could have done this in a week. Yeah. It's a pretty fast read, actually. Yeah, because it, it is really well written mm-hmm. and, you know, easy to burn through. We've learned from this experience. Next time we're going to read more. Next time we do like a full length novel, we're going to have to read at a much faster pace yeah yeah if there's like fucking 40 chapters ain't no fucking two chapters a week gonna cut it we're gonna have to do at least two or three or four right and maybe not linger on so many details well i think with it's different with star wars though because it's like 
there's so much to back it up. You know, you've got all of the Clone Wars. You've got the seven movies. Yeah, it opens up a lot of discussion. Yeah. You know. And I th- yeah. I think, like, maybe Indiana Jones would be the same. Some of the other shit's not going to be like that. Right. Um. So, yeah, I guess let's tease our, our next story. Our next story is going to be... I forget the full title, but it's fucking H.P. Lovecraft's Reanimator. It might be yeah, Herbert West. I think West. it's just called Herbert West Reanimator. Yeah. So that's going to be our next story. Um, it's five chapters. So for that, since it's a short story, I think we can do that in two episodes. Do a two-episode chapter and a three... Or two ep, or two-chapter episode and a three-chapter episode. Yeah. And then we'll have to decide after that where we'll go, but... That's where we're headed next. Yep. Which, have you ever read that? We'll talk about this when we when we do the, you know, actual book club for I it. I have but. not. I saw the um, the Jeffrey Combs movie. I've never seen that. Back in the day. It's pretty good. It's it's really fucked up. <laughs> I remember when it came out and they it was such a big deal that it was uh, like an NC-17 or an X-rated movie. Really? Because it was so gory. And I think, I think it might have been, uh, some of it may have been, Due to the fact that they were they were like bringing back the dead and shit, yeah. Like at that time, it may have been that sensitive of like a religious type thing where yeah. fucking churches and shit were all up in arms over I don't know whatever the fuck they are. I, I think mostly it was the it was the gore and the violence. I'm, I should say this too. I'm pretty sure that the movie didn't have much to do with the book, the story. No. Yeah. No. Seeing as how the book was written in the 20s. Or 30s, maybe. Yeah. And this was like from the eight in the 80s, and and this wasn't a period piece. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> era of the slasher film. Yeah, so it was. Um... But I've read, I think, the first chapter of uh, Reanimator. There is some mm-hmm. fucked up shit in there. Oh yeah, he writes some fucked up shit. I'm just saying, the movie was a lot of dismembering bodies. Yeah, that's and in the sewing bodies back together. Yeah, and... I think that's in the book too. It's a real Frankenstein type of book. Mm-hmm. Our story, I should say. Yeah, I'm sure that's so where he took inspiration from. So yeah, there's. I mean, I just think it went in a totally different direction because I, from what I've heard, like the director took just used that as a leaping off point and told his own story. I could be wrong. I've never seen the. Fucking oh yeah, movie. yeah, I, I think so too. I think my only experience. I think they used they used the idea of this medical student. Yeah. That tries to come up with a serum to reanimate dead bodies. Yeah. You know, they used the same plot device or yeah, whatever. Yeah, but... it seems like they used, like, Miskatonic University. They used Herbert West. They used the names and shit and, like, mm-hmm. the seed of in- inspiration. But, like, he goes left and they were like, they get to a point where he went left and they were like, fuck it, let's go right. Mm-hmm. My only fucking real experience with uh, Reanimator was there was an Evil Dead or Army of Darkness, same fucking thing, but there was an Evil Dead or Army of Dar- uh, Darkness... Uh, meets Reanimator or Verse Reanimator comic that came out years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's in that first volume of uh, Dynamite's Army of Darkness collected editions. They've got three omnibuses. Mm-hmm. That's in the first one. So that's all the experience I have with Reanimator up until this book or this story. Oh, okay. Which we'll go real deep into the history of it because the history of that story is pretty fucking interesting. Yeah. But yeah, that's where we're headed next. H.P. Lovecraft's Herbert West Reanimator. Yep. Love Lovecraft. I've never read anything Lovecraft except the first chapter of that, so. Oh, it's so good. He's so good. It's very creepy and atmospheric. And I'll just drop this little fucking tidbit for him. 
there's an uh HP HP Lovecraft meets Sherlock Holmes book out there called Oh right. Shadows over Baker Street or something. It's a collected right, yep. edition of um stories where it's Lovecraft meets Holmes, which at some point we're going to be reading either the whole book or selected stories out of it yeah. or we'll just jump around and like read them in order in between other books oh, okay that sure. could be fun too so we'll be yeah. going into that at some point we're not quite sure when yet because we're trying to figure out what we're gonna do when and the order of shit plus we both have to get a copy of yeah, it. yeah <laughs> no shit that's why that's probably further off in the distance but we thought it would be a nice palate cleanser and i know i hate myself for saying that <laughs> Cleanser. But we thought that would be a nice, fresh direction to go in after spending, what, fucking 19 episodes talking about Star Wars. Yeah, so so if you guys don't like Star Wars, well... <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> um. So are you ready to sign off and send this, put this book to bed? Yeah, I think so. All right, so um, our thank yous go out to at the J Sergeant at Sherry says J Sarge. Obviously, he did the intro song that we've used. Fuck at this point, over thirty, probably over forty times. Um, and at Sherry says did our logo, and then for our intro, the two broads you hear that aren't me at Batcat thirty seven and at Tesd Groupie. Thanks to them. Um, until. Next time when we're back with H.P. Lovecraft's Herbert West reanimator. Put that motherfucker back on the shelf. This has been a feature of JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions.